This is episode 188, Navigating Uncertainty and Breaking Patterns with Jasmine. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Oh, it is finally a beautiful day in Southern California. Spring is here, and with all the rain, the flowers are blooming. And I decided not to go into my office and close all the doors to record the intro and outro for this episode because so much about this episode is breaking free and breaking patterns and realizing the universe is supporting us at all times. And so, I wanted you to hear the birds and the wind chimes and just really take in the sunshine and the fresh air. Those of you who are following the bird story, (laughs) we have a, a couple of birds, a couple of morning doves that laid eggs in our front porch pot. And the little birdies hatched when we were gone last week and they're growing up and they're so cute. They're getting bigger every day. Usually the mama sits on top of them so we can't really see them at all, but occasionally she'll go get food or she'll get scared. She doesn't leave too often. She's, she's, it's interesting. She's not scared of us anymore, like Stephanos and I, but if anyone else walks over or the delivery guy gets too close, she, she flies away. So it's just been interesting to witness. So I have a great call for you today about breaking patterns. And Jasmine is our caller, and she's in a situation where she feels really, really trapped, and she thinks she just has to stick it out because that's her only option. But as you'll hear from this call, it is absolutely not her only option. In fact, what she thinks is her only option is actually keeping her in a lifetime of an enduring pattern that isn't really getting her what she wants and really isn't opening her up to all the amazing opportunities that could come her way if she allows herself to get untrapped. So as you're listening to this call, consider, do you ever stick things out or suffer or stay quiet because you think you just have to in order to get what you want or because you think you have no choice? Do you justify feeling trapped in a situation and feel like there's really no way out? So you just take it. You just endure. Did you have parents who really didn't parent you? When it comes to uncertainty, do you tend to stay in comfortable or familiar situations, even if you're not happy or fulfilled, rather than take a risk that has unknown consequences? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Jasmine. And before we dive in, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor, Organifi. Organifi is one of my favorite supplement lines. They're completely organic and they make quality, trusted nutrition convenient and acceptable. Today, I want to talk to you about one of my other favorite products. I've talked about their green juice, their protein powder. I also love, love, love their turmeric gold. Oh my goodness. This is like my favorite treat ever. And it's like a good for you treat. (laughs) So the core of Organifi Gold is turmeric. It's an anti-inflammatory spice that is one of my favorites. With over 8,000 published studies and articles showing turmeric's numerous health benefits, 
Gold from Organifi can bind turmeric with smooth coconut milk, cinnamon, ginger, lemon balm, and two super mushrooms to create a warm relaxation beverage. It reduces stress. It helps me get sound sleep. Oh, and it just tastes absolutely delicious. So you get 20% off any Organifi product if you use promo code over it. That's 20% off if you go to Organifi.com, enter the code over it for 20% off at checkout. And now on to my coaching call with Jasmine. Jasmine, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm pretty excited. My pleasure. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff going on right now. I am Australian, but I'm living in another country and uh, have been for two years. And recently my visa came up and my work said that they would sponsor me, which is great. But my job is like probably the worst job I've ever had Mm. and is very wrong for me in like so many ways. And now I'm kind of like, I guess the, the feeling is trapped yeah, for at least kind of the next 12 months. And then in the mix with that is like, I'm trying to, well, I've, I've separated from a relationship that's kind of been on and off, like super dysfunctional for the last sort of three years. And I've been going through this huge period of growth and I just decided I wanted to like cut it off and go in a totally different direction and it wasn't what I wanted and I couldn't get what I wanted from it. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of felt like I would describe it as a severing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's been pretty more than I anticipated. Has that person been in the country you're in now or are they back in Australia? They're in the country I'm in now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't really know what my specific question is so much is like, I'm just kind of in a space of overwhelmed at the moment and yes. trying to figure out how to juggle between like setting boundaries in all these areas and also like being able to function and be joyful and in all those areas as well. So yeah. 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 Well, it sounds like you're on the verge of tears. Yeah. Okay. So full permission to let them, let them rip. Don't have to hold them in for me. Because it is a lot. It is a lot. Even if the relationship was dysfunctional, it's still the end of a relationship. And there's a grief process in that. And yeah. I'm you didn't say this outright, so I want to clarify, you want to stay in the country you're in now? Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. like my my dream. I'm just, I have like a total soul family here and mm. just a, an amazing lifestyle. And, mm. you know, it's my dream. So... Mm. 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 Okay. So you've got yourself in a position where it sounds like you're in two worlds. You're in the world of your future in which you get to have your dreams, but you're still haunted by some misunderstandings in, from your past where a part of you thinks you don't deserve them or have, mm-hmm. have to earn them in some way or that you can't really have it all. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So what do you think this is bringing up for you? Or in other words, how do you think you attracted the situation into your life? Let's, let's separate the relationship and job. Let's focus on just the job situation of having this opportunity where you get to stay in the country that you love and be with your soul family, but you're in an awful toxic soul sucking job. Yeah. I've thought about this so much over like the past year that I've been with the company and the, what I can turn up is that a lot of the sort of battles I've had in this position have been very much to do with me, like what you're touching on, which is like what I think I deserve. Mm -hmm. And 
going into bat for myself, essentially. A lot of things have come up where I've had to either choose between, you know, taking something that violates a boundary of mine or makes me feel terrible or standing up for myself. And it kind of seems to be like this cycle of that, Mm -hmm. which is, I'm learning so much from it, but sometimes it's like super exhausting and you find yourself in this sort of defensive space. And so sometimes the lesson seems so clear to me and other times I'm just like, I feel like I'm just lost in, in the emotion of it. Right. Okay. So just tune into that feeling of being in that cycle, that cycle of either having to do something you don't want to do or speak up. Yeah. And think back to your past and think back to your childhood and just ask yourself, what does this remind me of? What does this feel similar to? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I had one addicted parent and one parent who struggled with mental health issues and it was very much a cycle of, I guess, waiting for some kind of blowout and then Mm -hmm. walking on eggshells and then waiting for some kind of Mm -hmm. blow up. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and I can see that like playing out in like my relationships and this situation. Sure. Sure. Well, you, you basically attracted with your job, your parents, between your parents and your relationship. I mean, I'm sorry, between your job and your relationship, you've attracted, you've got your parents. Yes. So the beautiful thing is you've set this up in in an advanced course rate. So some part of you (laughs) wants to shift it soon. You've probably heard me say this on the podcast too. You know, it's like, oh, this is, even though this really sucks, it's really good that it's so intense because you're wanting to move through it fast. Mm -hmm. So you said a word earlier that a lot of us say, you said overwhelmed. And Mm. when we're in overwhelmed, that's when our personality patterns come up. Now, our personality patterns are not the core of who we are. They're they're not authentic. They are Mm -hmm. adaptive behaviors that we came up with at some point in our childhood to keep us safe and to keep us in survival mode. So, when you're in overwhelm, what kind of pattern do you go into? It's funny, I was actually journaling about this just yesterday. Mm. I tend to either shut down, like I find that I don't want to socialize, I kind Mm -hmm. of like become very reclusive nearly, or I can go in completely the opposite direction and I just want to like fill my time with every possible thing that I could Mm -hmm. possibly fill my time with. But I've become very conscious of the the busy version of things, I guess, in that like I can't hear myself think and I mm-hmm. understand that's why I'm doing it mm-hmm. a lot of the time. But, yeah, it's, it's just swing back and forth between one of those two things. Right. And in overwhelm, what, so that's kind of the behavior. What are the feelings that come up around that or what are the fears that come up or the repetitive thoughts? So like a lot of times when I feel that feeling of overwhelm, it's sort of I go into this waiting for, and I talked about this on another podcast, for the other shoe to drop. And there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of worry of like when else is something going to happen? I do find that I I also do that and I also tend to – get these like huge bursts of like anger. It's nearly like mm-hmm. a defense mechanism just to like get super angry about something and super frustrated because it feels easier than feeling defeated by it. Mm-hmm. And is that anger at usually at someone else or is it just something that expresses that you just express on your own? 
I think I'm getting better at channeling it into something that kind of ends up being functional. But Mm -hmm. then I was sort of realizing as well that while I was trying to learn that process, I internalized a lot of stuff as well. So that's an ongoing thing for me, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. So one thing that there's, there's a lot here and I, and I, I don't mean this in like, oh my gosh, you're so messed up. There's just, (laughs) there's a lot to, uh, that I could go down. There's a lot of roads I could go down and I don't have that much time. So what I, what I want to dive into one specific thing, and then I'm going to give you some tips for how to deal with the rest. So given you had one alcoholic parent and one Mm -hmm. parent who was mentally disabled, Mm -hmm. you don't really think you have options. This feeling of feeling trapped is how you felt when you were a child. Uh-huh. A lot of times when there's like one addict parent and one parent that's okay, at least we feel like we've got some out, <laughs> somebody, something strong we can rely on. But you've had, you, you didn't have anything. So okay. you felt like you had no options and you felt trapped and you felt like you just had to take it. Yeah. And so how this is showing up today is that you can survive and sustain a long time. And some part of you thinks that that's just the way it has to be. That's just how it is. So in that kind of thinking, you're not really attracting a lot of other opportunities or creative ideas. When Mm -hmm. you're in this place of overwhelm and anxiety and frustration and just like it triggers that little girl who felt trapped and felt like she had no options and no choice and she just had to stick it out. It's very hard for you to both think of other options and draw them to you. So I basically just said the same thing in two different ways. Does that make sense to you? It makes total sense. Yeah. So could, do you believe that there could be a way to stay? I don't know what country you're in. Let's just say Canada. There, there could be a way to stay where you are and not stay in that job. Not that I can see right now. Right. See, it's again, like it's hard for you to see it because of how familiar and familial this feels to you. Yes. Yeah. So in order for you to start seeing other options and drawing them to you, from my point of view, you need to start doing things internally and externally that break the pattern. Because as long Mm -hmm. as this feels familiar, it's going to stay the way it is because some part of you feels safe and at home in it. Uh Uh-huh. And again, we tend to draw people and situations that are like our childhood, hoping that it will change Mm -hmm. when really it just is the same thing over and over until we change, until we grow. Right. So my encouragement to you would be a couple things. So outwardly, the actions of really using your voice and standing up for yourself yeah, and having boundaries and being willing to be more scared of feeling trapped and being in a toxic situation than of leaving the country. Right. Because at the end of the day, what matters most is that you get yourself out of this energetic pattern of feeling trapped, feeling emotionally neglected, feeling not seen, feeling abused and feeling like you don't have any options. Yep. So Mm -hmm. 
that in a lot of ways has to be your first and foremost priority. Can you give me an example of a way you feel taken advantage of or something that you're asked to do that is uncomfortable for you? At work? Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of been since, like, since the day I was hired, like the job and the title I was hired under are not what I now do. So I kind of feel like I was false pretenses from Mm -hmm. the start. Mm -hmm. And then there's just people in the workplace who are definitely sort of both manipulative and they just don't really care about how you feel about things. There's no sort of like connection there, even if you are having like trying to have a discussion about Mm -hmm something that's making you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so notice, notice how you use the word you instead of I, and this is also yeah. really common. There's, there can be like a, a dissociation as well. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's like a coping thing. I think. Yeah. So give me an example of a place where you could, where you could see yourself speaking up where you're not. Just about the things I'm being asked to do right now mm-hmm. that don't really have anything to do with my job description. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So my coaching to you, Jasmine, would be, you see, the reason why you aren't speaking up is because you don't want to lose your job and have to leave the country, correct? That's right. <laughs> right. Right. Because yeah. if I leave this country, then what? I don't know. Well, from what you said before, I'll lose my soul family. Mm -hmm. And this again is like the inner child going, if I speak up, I'll lose my family. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. But that little one inside, she needs a voice and it will most likely continue to get worse until you start putting boundaries into place. Because we do teach people how to treat us. Yeah. And so if you were to go in and say to your supervisor, I appreciate the sponsorship. I'm so grateful. It's my intention to stay. And I want to start working according to my job description. Right. And I'm not going to do things that aren't my job description. Mm -hmm. And if that means they let you go, my love, then wonderful. You're opening the door for the universe to bring you the next thing. Yes. And also the more you deal with this, the, cause I do detect a little bit of a running away from, let me just like put my past aside, leave my country and just start all over in a new one. <laughs> That's very accurate. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's interesting cause you've got this one feeling of feeling trapped and then this other energy of running. Yes. So it's like you're running around in the glass box. Or running on a treadmill thinking you're getting somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So much of your life was in anticipating outcome and managing people's reactions. So there's been a very external focus to what keeps you safe. And you never developmentally learned how to internally ask for what you needed. You just basically would figure out who you needed to be to ruffle the least amount of feathers. Right? Yes. Okay. Can you see that's what you're doing now? Yep. (laughs) Right. So the only way out of this is through, and it's really about starting to speak up and starting to really create that sense of feeling of safety and home inside of you. Right. 
So are you willing to risk losing the job so that you can have more of a job description that's appropriate? Um, yeah, so I, this is where my just like the fear just comes up here because it's like for me, it's very much not about the job. It's just about my immigration. Yeah. And like I could take or leave the job any day of the week. No, I get that. I get that it's tied to the immigration. I get yeah. that. So know that that's, that's not just the fear about immigration. That's old little girl fear. Yeah. About yep. not having a home. Yeah. So how you relate to that fear is really important because if you relate to it of, well, okay, well then we're just going to like suck it up and stay in this job because then at least we don't have to leave. You're recycling your childhood wounding because you're recycling how we deal with fear and how we deal with feeling unsafe is we just suck it up, allow ourselves to be mistreated or neglected in some way so that something more uncertain doesn't happen. We just suck it up and stay in the comfortable uncomfortable rather than going to something super unfamiliar. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah, I I do now. (laughs) So when that fear comes up, you've got to be with that little one inside and say, I know you're scared and thank you, fear. Thank you, fear, for being here because you've been an alarm system for me for many, many years. And now I can make different choices. Now I can really choose taking care of myself in the best way and know that I'm going to be safe no matter what. And this is where Jasmine leaning into your spiritual practice and your faith is going to be of critical, massive importance. Yeah, definitely. Because your security doesn't lie in Canada or wherever you are. It doesn't lie with your soul family. You've just been looking for external forms of security because you never had it modeled in a healthy way for you. Right. But staying in an abusive job situation just so you can stay in a country, even for a year, do you think that's worth it? Got two different answers for that question. Okay, let me hear both. <laughs> well, my knee-jerk reaction is like, yes, because that's the train of thought that I've been set on mm-hmm. for months now since the process started. But that entire time there's also been, you know, a conversation happening in my head that, that sort of has discussed the same theme where it's like, is this worth it? What are we really fighting for at this stage? Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, what is being in this place actually about? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely, I've never framed it how you just framed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for that because mm-hmm. that feels eye opening. But yeah, there's like a definitely a stronghold there that's like, of course, this is worth it. Like, of course, we should stick it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it feels worth it because in a way you have staying in Canada with your soul family as the solution. Yeah. And what it is, is it's a beautiful external manifestation of what you need to create inside yourself. Mm -hmm. And that feeling that you have in Canada, that's available to you anywhere. But from my point of view, you kind of ran to Canada and then you basically attracted this job situation 
that mirrored your home life. So all that mm-hmm. could be triggered. We didn't even have time to talk through the relationship piece, but I know that was a piece of it. And then you have this soul family and this nice, safe, cozy space that is showing you what you're really yearning for. So you're having this incredible feeling of, you're having this incredible experience of contrast. Yes. But know that anything outside of us is just reflecting to us what's happening inside of us. So remember Mm. how I said in the beginning, you've got like one foot in the future and your dreams and what you really want, what you desire, and one foot in the past. Mm -hmm. And that's what this whole experience is. And so just know if you choose to really break this pattern and start speaking up for yourself and stop this pattern of enduring and just living in a situation that is so hard for you and just sucking it up and just taking it, the sooner you stop that pattern and start to really take care of your needs and really meet your needs. Because with two parents, an alcoholic and mentally disabled in some way, you didn't have your needs met. Yeah. And so the sooner you start taking care of your own needs and meeting them, Jasmine, the sooner your life really starts to change. But as long as you continue to endure hard situations because you think you have to, because that's your only option, then that will continue to perpetuate. Right. Yes. So (sighs) this is, this is where you kind of go. All right. Like I'm not going to tolerate being in this miserable job. And if it means I have to leave the country, then I will go. And I trust the universe will keep leading me on the path I need to go down. And maybe I do need to go back to Australia for a while and Mm -hmm. deal with some of the stuff that I've put away. And you never know what kind of miracles are going to show up if you really like tune into the lessons. Yeah. You know, and you've been you said this is the worst job you've ever had, the worst situation you've ever had. All right. Well, the universe is trying to make it really obvious to you. Yeah. Underlining <laughs> that point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if I were the universe, I might be saying, Hey Jasmine, like I've got this awesome opportunity for you, but like you're blocking it right now because you keep thinking that in order to have what you want, you really have to struggle and suffer. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. So I would suggest like it's, it's, it's time for like a really good therapist to help you unpack a lot of this stuff because you've got a lot of survival patterns and a lot of wiring that isn't you that's Mm -hmm. running the show right now. And -hmm. you need some support and some love and someone to really hold you in a space where you can start to find your own voice again and your own inner wisdom again and the courage to have boundaries um, that really feels like oh my gosh, like this is a no brainer. Of of course I shouldn't be treated like that and helps you develop a sense of self so that if the job goes or if you have to leave the country, you have you and no one can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. So I've been talking a lot. What's coming up for you? I'm just sort of processing things right now. Mm -hmm. I I spend a lot of time trying to, you know, with, I spend a lot of time with my spiritual practice and, and, you know, trying to identify these things for myself, but it's always, you know, a gift when someone else comes in and sort of points out things that you hadn't Mm -hmm. been able to identify. Mm -hmm. And obviously this has been like a huge, trying to untangle this has been a huge weight on me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but there's like there's this while you're talking there's just this like fear coming up that's like doesn't want to let go of this idea like this idea is set in very set mm-hmm. in my mind mm-hmm. and so it's going to take a little bit of jiggling <laughs> yeah well and again i am not god and i don't know better for you than you i'm just giving you my insight based on what you're sharing and based on years of doing this and based on what intuitively i'm feeling I can feel like the way it's resonating is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the indicator is the way it's resonating. And just know, yeah. you know, part of why your mind was set on this and you noticed you said your mind, not your intuition, not your heart, not your inner wisdom is because you, you think that's how it needs to be. Like there's a part of you that's, that's used to not getting your needs met and having to feel trapped and having to be treated poorly. Right. And not feeling deserving of anything better. It it really is time, like I said, for a good therapist. Yeah. Like, you know, someone that can really help you unpack the past because yes, your spiritual practice is important. And I stand behind that. From my point of view, it needs a little more than just like affirmations and visualization and praying and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. You had a very chaotic but growing up. Were you an only yeah. child? No, I was a middle child. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely sold on therapy. I, I've I've I have somebody who I've seen here a couple of times and I've done it throughout my life, but I think that I have probably not yeah, not engaged it mm-hmm. in the time like consistently in the times that I've really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing when, when a child's needs are not met in the way that they need to be met, they have a really hard time asking for help and asking for support. Yeah. That's definitely been a struggle. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing I would recommend Jasmine is you've got to start putting out there that you want to stay in the country and asking people, Hey, do you know of any jobs? Is there a position in your company? Start asking around. Start really yeah. putting it out there and directly asking people. Okay. You know, do you know of any good immigration attorneys? Maybe there's some kind of loophole I don't know about. Maybe there's, you know, I can take some kind of grad school program, like whatever. Right. You've gone to, this is my only option. I'm trapped rather than, well, let's just really pray about it. Ask what is in the highest good. Ask people about it get into therapy and start breaking the pattern at work. Yeah. Because you don't want to be enduring and feeling trapped for the rest of your life. No. With only like little glimpses of happiness. Yeah. It's like always surviving, not thriving. That's what it feels like. Enough of that. And my love, if that means you have to leave Canada or wherever you are for a while, that's worth it. Yeah. Please don't be attached to the place. Be more committed to your soul's evolution and getting out of this pattern so that you can really live and be loved and feel expansive and feel like you can be in your fullest expression and feel like you're not walking on eggshells the rest of your life. Right. That's a a tough one to me right now. Well, I know it seems tough right now because this feels familiar. Yeah. But it's often in the uncertainty where we find our greatest dreams that we didn't even know about come true. 
Yeah. So do your best not to be attached to what you think is best. That's a big part of the spiritual practice. Yes. Is what's ever in the highest good. <laughs> Absolutely. Does this help a little bit? Oh, yeah. It helps a lot. I'm just, I'm taking over right now. <laughs> okay. It's going to, yeah, definitely want to process this, but it's resonating. And yeah, I feel like I have not work to do, but yeah, just some integrating. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jasmine, for your honesty and coachability on this call. I really honor Jasmine's journey. She did not have an easy childhood where she felt like her needs were met given one parent was an addict and the other was mentally ill. And because of that, she's really not adept at getting her own needs met as an adult. Now on this show, we talk about parents and upbringing a lot, and it's not to blame parents. They are humans. They did the best they could given their own childhood and the lessons they're here to learn in this life. But it's important to understand how our upbringing psychologically and emotionally impacted us. Otherwise, we just get frustrated with our behavior, think something is wrong with us, and end up in similar situations over and over and over again. So my intention with Jasmine was to help her understand how she's recreating her childhood as an adult, because until we're super triggered, we usually are not motivated to do the healing we need to do. Often we have to re-experience some version of our childhood in different ways as adults to illuminate the wounding and the patterns so that we can heal it and shift it. The pattern that Jasmine is playing out and experiencing is one of enduring, just sticking it out in a rather negative, perhaps even toxic or abusive work environment because she doesn't think she has a choice. She thinks that in order to get what she wants, stay in the country, she has to just suck it up and take not getting her needs met and being taken advantage of at the job. Similar to as a child, she just had to endure neglect, chaos, and lack of love and support in order to get any crumbs of love, safety, or support from her parents. So just like she felt trapped then, she feels trapped now. And this trapped feeling is comfortable, it's familiar, but it also puts her in that feeling of overwhelm, especially with this kind of impending doom of, oh, I'm going to have to leave the country if I don't just take it. When we're in overwhelm, all of our childhood survival strategies, which are basically the things we had to do to adapt to our environment in order to feel safe, come into effect. And hers is, I'm just going to have to endure. I'm trapped. I have no choice. And I just have to stick it out in order to get what I want. So she has a massive opportunity to break the pattern. And that's really what my coaching to her was about. First, to be with that little girl who's scared and think that she doesn't have a choice and thinks that if she doesn't just sit there and take it, nothing good is going to happen. And to give her the opportunity to feel her feelings about it, to give her a voice, you know, her whole life, she was scared to speak up because she's so used to walking on eggshells to avoid another blowout. So she really has this opportunity and needs to start speaking up to get her needs met, to start realizing that she does have a choice. My recommendation to her was to be more committed to her healing and breaking this pattern than any outcome. If it takes having to leave the country and go back to Australia for a while, it is worth it. It is so worth it to deal with temporary uncertainty than to go back into old patterns. I'm thinking of, you know, a year and a half ago where I had to get, leave my home on the ocean. I got kicked out and I was just so upset and I felt so uncertain and I just wanted to feel grounded. You know, my pattern is to just run to the first thing that feels safe, even if it isn't what I want. 
And I was so tempted just to get another place to rent a crappy apartment that I didn't even want. Or I was just running through a bunch of ideas that would make me feel safe. But I knew that I had this opportunity to dance with uncertainty and to be in that. And if I had not danced with that uncertainty, I never would have met my fiance. So be more committed to breaking free of old patterns. Be more committed to really feeling like you're not going backwards than any outcome. There were other stuff that Jasmine brought up, like her relationship and that breakup. But I have a feeling if I dove into that, we'd find the same patterns. She probably didn't speak up. She felt taken advantage of. She felt trapped at times, but she probably stayed and endured way longer than she wanted to. So her healing opportunity and yours too is to really, and this comes into the takeaways, think about what your pattern is when you're in overwhelm or when you feel trapped. Like what do you do when you feel like your back is up against the wall and see if you can evolve that pattern a little bit to take that step into uncertainty to be with yourself in a different way instead of panic. How can you be with yourself with love and with presence and reassurance? I truly believe that if Jasmine breaks this pattern and starts asking for what she needs, the universe will meet her and a miracle may come in where she can stay in the country or she'll have to go back and something magical will happen there. But if she just stays and endures, she'll just experience the same thing over and over and over again. Another takeaway for you is speaking up. You know, you're not a child anymore. No one's going to punish you. You have a voice. Use it. And if there's a situation you feel trapped in, get creative. Instead of thinking about all the reasons why you can't change it, think of all the ways that you can change it. All the ways you can ask for help. All the creative ways the universe can come up with a divine plan that would be much better than the situation you're in. And are you avoiding healing or breaking a pattern because you're avoiding uncertainty? It is time to take a risk. And if I can help you with all any of this, I mentioned Mastery to Jasmine. Mastery is my online program. It's a very, very deep personal development program, all of my best tools, and you get monthly group coaching calls with me, and you can come to my live one-day retreat in May. So if you're interested in spending a day with me out in Los Angeles, you're going to want to join Mastery soon. Again, it's christinehauser.com slash mastery. All right, everybody, that is the show for today. Thank you so much as always from listening. If you found benefit to this show, it's always amazing if you share it on social media and share it with your friends, be sure to tag me. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.